have with chaperones and, and the youth. And um, I just want to just hit a few scriptures here if we can because we have a generation on fire, ladies and gentlemen. Not only it's the youth, but it's every generation sitting in here. We need to be on fire for his presence, what he wants to do in us and through us and in this region. Amen. We have an assignment with each other to keep the fire, the embers burning within not only our vessels individually, but the person sitting beside us, this community, this church, and our surroundings. We have a mandate to keep that going. Jeremiah 29, if you put that up here a minute, there, Jace, just a minute, whatever translations you have. And it says, Then I said, I will not make mention of him nor speak any more in his name, but his word was in my heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones, and I was weary with forbearing and could not stay. Now, I want you to understand where Jeremiah was at with this right here. Jeremiah is an old prophet. He has always been listened to the former kings, but, but at there was times he was respected. But right prior to the collapse of Judah and the Babylonian Empire, Jeremiah, he was persecuted. He was smitten. Uh, he was placed in stocks. He was ridiculed. He, he had everything done to him that he could. And, and, the, and right here, and, if, and we won't get into it, but if you go over into Daniel, Daniel even uh, speaks about the prophecy that Jeremiah did. And, and when I read that, it, it's, it's talking generation to generation. So that needs to be a challenge to us, ladies and gentlemen, that what we do does affect the generation behind us. Amen? So we have a mandate, if you will, to say, look, uh, just look at it this way. We have a target on our back, and the generation behind us is looking at the bullseye. And we have to say, you know what? I'm going to do what I need to do for my generation, and when it's time, I'm going to hand you the mic, and you take your generation on forward. But the only way that it's going to happen is we're going to have to let that fire within us stay stirred up to enough. Not only does it keep us stirred up, but it keeps those around us stirred up. And Jeremiah right here, he was taking mighty ridicule. He, he was doing everything he could. Uh, many, if not all of us, go through the problems of life that frustrates us here, just like Jeremiah's situation. No one would listen to him. He was smitten and everything, but he kept on. He kept on with that fire within him. There is going to be things, ladies and gentlemen, I say this all the time, but I, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I, I want us to realize that there is a fire, a strength, an anointing of the Holy Ghost that we have to tap into because the adversary is doing everything he can out there. It's leaking into churches abroad to try to shut down a move of God and just get a good feeling going in a church. <clears throat> It's sad. It's sad the churches. Janelle can tell you. I won't tell you where the churches are at. But it's sad the churches that we go to. And the first thing I say, I say, where's your cross at? Oh, we don't have crosses in here no more. We don't have crosses on this property no more. What did that one pastor tell us? What did he say? Because it was too offensive. We don't have crosses here no more. He said, we want everyone to feel welcome. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. The cross was a bloody mess. The cross was brutal, but the cross was needed for me and you. Walking this life out called salvation, Christianity, is messy at times, ladies and gentlemen. We, we, have, we have projected this pie-in-the-sky Christianity too much that when stuff comes at us, people want to quit. I'll, I'll tell you what, it, you have to be plugged into the answer 
or you don't know what to do. And that's where Jeremiah was at right now. 2 Timothy 1, 6 and 7 put that up there. Paul was telling his young Timothy right here. He was telling him, he said, wherefore I put thee in remembrance. So he's trying to get him stirred up to what he's been trained up in. That thou stir up, stir up the gifts. Now that word stir means to kindle a fresh fire. And that word gift comes from the word we get charisma, which means the gifts of God. Which is thee by putting one on my hand. So he was laying on of hands there. Number seven, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. He was trying to tell his, uh, his protege, if you will, he was trying to tell him that we have a personal responsibility to the kingdom of God. Can you say amen? We have a personal responsibility. Youth, we are so thankful for Margie and everyone and all the leaders and youth. We are so thankful for you guys, but... Just like you have a responsibility, we have a responsibility to you. Not only do we need to support you, but we need to be in front leading you and taking you forward and growing in to what God has called each one of you to be. Because you're leaders. You're leaders and it's everyone, in my, it's everyone of our responsibility to show them how to go forward, ladies and gentlemen. We need to keep the fire stirred up in us, not set back. This is time for us to stand forward and say, you know what, I'm going to do my part. Because we have a generational mandate here. And that's what Timothy was, uh, Paul was telling Timothy right there. I'm just about done. We're going to go here just a little bit more. And John Wesley one time, I love if you, it's sad, I don't know if John Wesley would like how the Methodist church has got now, but that's for a different subject. But John Wesley started, but they asked him one time, uh, he had thousands arrived and when they was preaching and everybody was coming and they asked him, they said, uh, John Wesley, why do you think they all came? And I loved his answer. He said, well, I get consumed with the fire of God and they all come, watch me burn up. What that means is there was something in them that he had. See, in other words, Wesley was saying, I have some power to tell you about. I have some hope to give you. I had the answer to your trouble. That is what we owe this generation, ladies and gentlemen, out here and the generations behind us. Hallelujah. One more, uh, Matthew 3.11 right here, just a minute. This is the mission of the church. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Can you say Holy Ghost and fire? If you was here this morning, not, you can listen you will find out why we need the Holy Ghost and fire. We need the Holy Ghost and fire. It ain't something, woo-hoo, it's something right from the throne room of God, and we need Holy Ghost and fire. The mission of the church, Jesus came so we could be baptized with the Holy Spirit and the fire of God so we could impact this world, because some days, y'all, we're going home. Huh? Someday we're going home. It's not our home. I don't care what anybody told you, some landlord told you, or some realtor. It's not our home. We just staying down here for a time, and then we going home. And I'll tell you what, I'm thankful. Hallelujah. I'm thankful. I want to just turn this other mic on here, if we got it on, guys. It says a green light. Is it on? Okay. Okay. Hey, uh, give, I've seen them here. There, there, margin traps. Hey, you guys come up here. Give, give these guys a hand right here.
want to give you this one, I want to give you this one, and uh, we're going to let them share their heart, and I'm excited. I, mm -hmm. Margie texts me about every night. She said, hey, we're good. Things are good. <laughs> How are God's good? I was so excited. I, I was just, uh, the song showed me the glory. Mm -hmm. It's like just walking into the building, I felt the presence. And when that song showed me the glory, it's like, man, I feel like I got the glory on me right now. Mm -hmm. But with the teens, when, when we, and the, I guess the young adults, but it, it was like Moses at the bottom, and, and you could just see him climbing up. And you just, it's like the glory, like Layla's glowing, you know, and. We're all glowing from there. It's just, it was just so awesome to see the teens just, uh, just letting loose, uh, just capturing the, the glory of the Lord that was there. And I go on and on and on, but uh, we got <laughs> plenty more people that want to share some of their size. But, but the songs that you, we just sang, you know, it, it's, it was right on what we were experiencing there. You know, we didn't see healings, but we saw miracle after miracle with the teens just coming to the Lord and, and sharing their testimony, and it, it, was, it was just so awesome. You know, I want to go back, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and like Pastor Tracy said, we all need to get involved because it's not, it, Generation Z, it's tough. It is tough. We, I talked to several of the boys there um, in our group, and um, I'd hate to be in school at this time of year or this time of age. They, they're messed up. They don't know. Some of them don't know if they're boys, girls, or they're, they're just lost, you know. And, and, and I just saw a thousand youth and adults seeing the glory of God coming back to him. And they and they're expanding. It's going to bust the walls out there, and it's coming. It's it's here. You know. Go ahead, Margie. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to actually ask everyone that went with us to come on up here and join us. Every adult mm -hmm. and every youth. And I have several that will be sharing. Some may not share. Yeah. First of all, I want to thank each and every one of you and those that are not here that supported us to go. And um, I'm telling you, you sewed in. You did. For every youth that went and every adult that went. Um, I also want to thank our pastor, Tracy, Pastor Raji, and the council that made the decision to send us on a charter bus. Oh. Because I do know yeah. <laughs> that that comes up that's a lot. And you made that decision, and we are grateful for that. Um, it was more comfortable. We were together, and God blessed us with a great bus driver. Um, he kind of had his things in his ears the whole drive there, but on the whole drive back, he had little boys right by him, and he didn't have his earbuds in. So I don't know what all God was doing with him and us, but it was awesome just to see it on the drive home. Because we kept changing the plan a little bit. He had to drop us off, 
He had to drop Layla off to saying, get prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so um, before I start sharing or let other people share, I have this shirt that says chosen. And that was partly what I kept talking about. They have a drama team. I finally remembered the name this morning, Interpretive Dance. Yes. I was introduced to that from our young, it was a young couple that was the leaders, youth leaders, and when we were in Iowa, I didn't know what that was, but oh my, my, my. And we got to experience that for the whole afternoon session yesterday. I didn't know that was going to happen. And until you experience that, I'm telling you. And yesterday afternoon, we got to hear the lion song for the second time. Um, it was, they did it Friday night. It wasn't planned for yesterday. And Karen Wheaton wasn't planning on bringing a sermon on yesterday afternoon. But I'm telling you, when they did the lion song Friday night, but when they did it yesterday afternoon after the glory started falling, I'm telling you, there was a difference. And when they roared, oh my goodness, I saw that one young woman's face was glowing and I just saw the roar of the lion and the lioness is rising. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm so thankful for everyone that went. And I want you to see the age difference standing up here. Come on, Jesus. Because we need everyone, every age. The youth, I learned a word from Dutch Seats. It might be able to be begin with the youth, but he needs all of us, our age, and you that are older. Stop thinking you are done, because you're not done. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for every one of you. So, I'll, Layla, I'm not going to have you go till last, so just keep praying. <laughs> I'm going to give this to Tammy, and if you don't want to share, you can... Pass it on. No one has pressure. Just feel free to pass it on. Well, I really don't know what to say, except it was amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to a blast just watching all these kids. Their testimonies were awesome. And I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just blessed I got to go. I'm just excited I got to go. And all these kids, they were amazing. <laughs> It was just great. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't really talk in front of people. I don't really talk in front of people, so if I get stuttered a lot, I'm sorry. But slow down, slow down. <laughs> okay, so um, I had a lot that he, the Lord, did for me. I had. I got refreshed. I had. Uh, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so for a while, um, I felt like I had a hole in my heart from my family and from my mom being on drugs and everything. And I feel like the Lord, he fixed it with his, like, his love and his spirit. And his spirit and his love was all over me. And I just, 
he was just all over me and I was praising him more than I could ever and it was just amazing more than I ever thought it, it would be and it was I just thought it could be I don't know I don't know how to explain it it was just really good I don't know what words to use but it was just really good and I would never expected that but thank you Um, I don't really have much about what I want to talk about, but I can just say that the presence of God was like there, really strong, and it was just amazing. Um, and I want to say thank you to everyone who supported us and gave us money and stuff so we could go, because it truly changed everyone's lives. Okay, first I want to say thank you to all of you for making this possible. Um, I haven't been coming here for very long. Um, my mom and dad actually made us come here, and I'm glad they did. Um, I went to the ramp expecting something last night to not happen. Um, and I went last night, and I felt his presence. And I went up to the altar whenever he called us. He said, on the count of three, one, two, three, run. And Nevaeh actually went up with me last night because it was my first time. And I got baptized in the Holy Ghost. And it, it really made a difference. And I just wanted to say thank you again to all of you. Well, for one, I'm just very thankful and nervous. <laughs> um, I didn't really expect much, but when we got there, I did feel a lot. I felt the presence of God, and like my sister said, I'm glad that my parents made us come here, because <laughs> for, for the first time, I didn't really, like, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm just glad they made us come here, and I'm glad that we got to go, so thank you. I thank you for everyone making making a way for us to go. There's kids been set free from suicide and pornography. And I'm tired of people at school who think I'm not a, a good person, I would say, but I am different. And I am going to share at school to people. I believe we're going to start revival at our school. I believe our school's gonna be set free. Amen. 
I believe people is going to find their actual gender. I believe God is calling me to be a, a pastor. I think God wants me to be baptized again. That's all, that's all I got to share. I'm so thankful that I went because like it changed my life like it turned my life around because like I had suicidal thoughts at first and when I first walked in I just didn't know what to think of myself like it was like amazing that God changed my life and it was it's hard to explain because, like, it was the best time of my life that I would never forget. And I really appreciate everything you guys have done for us. It's a blessing. It's more than I could ever think of in my life. Which turn is it? <laughs> the Lord put on my heart is uh, what Karen Wheaton spoke about last yesterday. Uh, Jeremiah 31 15 says the Lord says a sound is heard in Ramah a sound crying in bitter grief it's the sound of Rachel weeping for her children she refuses to be comforted because her children are gone. <laughs> and she had an illustration, and she was holding on to the child. And she said, we have to hold on to those child, and we have to refuse to be comforted. We have to continue to cry out for them and to, to pray for them, but not to look at their confusion about their identity not to look at their addictions, not to look at the mental state that they may be in. But we have got to hang on to God, and we have to keep our focus upon him while we are praying and interceding and not being comforted until we see them. And the Lord's going to lead and guide us. He will direct us. His word is life. And we need to pray and speak life over our young people. And I thank God for our young people. I thank God. And I thank God for all their testimonies. I'm so proud of you. Well, we learned that we were all Esthers also. And that we watched as we look at our family, our friends that are in trouble, the change, the, 
the chains that they're in, the bondage that they're in, that as we're looking our loved ones in the eyes, we're also keeping our eyes focused on God. And he's helping us. He's helping us pull these kids through everything that they're going through. And we're here. We're here to help them. We're here to protect them. We're here to love them. No matter what they're going through, we're here. And they know that they can always rely on us to come to their rescue as best we can do because we are all children, even though Nancy's our oldest of our group. (laughs) And, uh, of course, uh, James, he was our youngest. But and we're all children. We're all children of God, and we all love Him, love God just like you know anything. And He loves us because we are His children as well. But you know we learn to stand on our two feet. And you see me sitting here swaying because I tell you I learned how to do that down there, and I learned to rock, and I learned to lift my hands, and I learned to praise just like anyone else. But you know what? God loves me. And he loves each and every one of you. And he's changed my heart. And he's changed their hearts. And we need to thank each and every one of you that supported us as we went down there. Because we know even though you were up here, you were praying for us. You were praying for us. Margie and Travis did an awesome job. Everything went smooth. Every time we stopped at a restaurant, our food was coming out just perfect. We couldn't ask for a better service, and we were in and out in no time. And we stuck together, and we prayed together, and we loved together. So it was like we're all going to stand strong. And my granddaughter, she went as well, but she had an hour trip going back home. And I think it changed her. You guys don't believe how much it changed her. And she does go to a Christian school, and it's not that she does not know, but... She met new friends, and she, you know, she's uh, standing strong as well, you know, so we thank you all. So while I was up there Friday night, my voice was stolen, (laughs) so I wasn't able to praise like I like to. And I don't know how far I'm going to be able to go tonight, but there's a lot to say about what happened. <coughs> These young ones are our future. They are the future to represent God. And if we don't support them, they may get into the world. And uh, we hear all kinds of things about the world, what the teenagers are doing in school, and it's not good. But I'm going to tell you something. I witnessed something. That was so awesome. These children were jumping up and down and dancing for the Lord. And it just overwhelmed me inside. And uh, to see them hunger and desire for the Lord is the most awesome thing I think I've seen in a long time. And when they made altar calls, they run to the altar, and they received their gift. And I know that they are going to spread this gift because they know that once a gift is given, if you put it in the closet and keep it there, it's not going to do any good. So when you take this gift out and use it, that's when 
something good is. But it just was so awesome. I'd love to say more, but I think I better quit. But uh, voice was stolen, but can't steal what's inside. I love the Lord with all my heart. And I thank you all for sending us and, and all the support. Wait till you get the bill. Whosoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. And what I want to say is, I, Margie said, well, we're all going, and God put us all in the trip for a reason. And I thought, well, what's my reason? I'll just tag along. But about midnight Friday night, we had Margie and I shared a room with uh, Jas Jasmine and Edie. And Marjorie's phone started going off the storm warning. And I come across there, there's a tornado headed this way, and it's going to hit here take shelter and the girls was afraid and I so I said well girls I said that storm God listen to us we have the authority and the power in the name of Jesus to tell that thing to get on out of here or implode so anyways uh, we went to church the next morning and Karen Wheaton said yep it was headed this way and there must have been a lot of people praying because it imploded right over the top of uh, Hamilton, Alabama, where we were at. And I just thank the Lord because I'm not afraid of the storm. I'm not afraid of the devil. I know who he is, and I can tell him, you need to leave. So uh, we learned that we don't have to be afraid. And all the kids were really good and uh, had a good time, and I had a good time. And so thank you very much. I also want to thank everybody for sending us down there. We had a good time, and I got to fellowship with all of us. I got to, we got bonded a lot better, everybody here, you know. So I enjoyed that. A lot of kids, the chains fell off of them down there. You know, all the bondage they had on them was awesome to see. And we just got to keep our hand on the plow for the children and keep going with them and be there for them. God bless each and every one of them. Thank you. So before um, 
they asked us to come up here. I'm sitting there telling Donnie, I was like, I don't want to come up here. I don't. didn't want to share, but most of you know how that goes. It's not up to me. I went to the ramp expecting, of course, but I wasn't expecting what happened. call. A man was speaking about his addiction. He was speaking about his addiction to pornography. And he asked the and he asked people come up and there was hundreds of kids me included that went to the altar (laughs) and got delivered from it struggled with it for years. I'm sitting there as he's talking. I'm saying to myself, I'm talking to God. I'm saying, God, I don't want to deal with this no more. And in the instance, he called us up there, not even, not even a thought about it. Just, just ran right up to the altar. so thankful that we got to go because honestly I don't know how long I would have struggled with that thank you got so much to say, man. I was going to mention something about the tornado, so thank you, Nancy, for mentioning that. You know, they they did say that all the news outlets were saying it's headed straight for uh, Hamilton, where we were at, and, you know, just 40 minutes away, you know, it, it had a lot of devastation. There were like 23 deaths that we had heard uh, yesterday morning, and they were still looking for others. So thank you, Jesus, for keeping us safe and lord thank you for everybody that you protected you know we pray for the for the ones that were uh, harmed by it and affected by it but lord we thank you for keeping us safe um you know i've been to a lot of these events before it's very similar to a winter fest you know you know scott malia different ones have grown up going to, to these things 
uh, real similar uh, type event, smaller scale than what we're used to, but same same deal. So, you know, I've I've seen and heard a lot of these types of things before. You know, so um, I'm I'm I don't want to say I'm used to it, but you know, kind of heard a lot of this stuff. But I will say here they were more real uh, with the things they were talking about, and just like Kai was saying. The theme for the weekend was people being set free from pornography, I think was the number one thing that they talked about. They talked about gender confusion a lot, uh, sexual uh, identity, stuff like that. And that's not something you hear a lot in churches. They don't get, you know, they don't talk on those taboo subjects a lot. They, they go around it, you know, we don't want to talk about that stuff. And down there, there were no limitations these people were getting up here and talking about, you know, I struggled with this for this long, and I dealt with this for this long, but God set me free, and he can do the same for you. And to hear these testimonies, not only from our kids, but from hundreds of other kids that he also did the same thing for. Um, one of the themes in the, in the worship was God did it then, and he can do it now. He doesn't change from then till now. If he did it before, he can still do it today. And so if... if you know, if it's something that he set somebody else free, you know, through their testimony, he can also set you free. So listen to what these kids are saying, what he's done in their lives. If he set these kids free, he can set you free. And um, Karen, you know, said something. She talked about how the ramp has been in existence for just a little over 20 years. Well, let's say 1998, 99, somewhere under they opened the ramp. And a lot of us have been following Karen Wheaton and, and chosen for the biggest part of that time through Winterfest and, and things like that. We, we've done their dramas over the years. And uh, she said, this church from day one has had one purpose. She said, all this stuff you see, all these things we do is for, well, two, two things, one purpose. For him and them. I'm talking about all the kids that were sitting out here. For him and for them, not for us, not for a name, not for recognition for us. It's to bring him glory and to set them free and to show them the light. And that ought to be the mission statement for every single church in this land. That ought to be our mission statement. For him and for them, for them out there, the world. Not for the church people. Yes, we need fed, we need to, to, be, to grow. But what do we do with that? We need to take it out to them to bring him glory. So that's what I got out of it. I'll admit, I must be getting old because a lot of the stuff I didn't care for, <laughs> music-wise and all that, I'm just turning an old guy, I guess. But, I, I, but what I saw that I loved was the passion from these kids, the passion in their worship, the passion in their testimonies, because I, I don't know how they do it. Hamilton is not much bigger of a town than Sullivan, Indiana. And for 20-plus years, they've had hundreds of kids every time on these teams doing these, these dramas and these ministries. And these aren't church kids. These are kids that they have somehow reached that have been in bad situations. They've been in trouble with the law. They've been on drugs. They've been uh, in bad home situations. They've gotten out of jail. They've been, you know, everything you can think of. And they've found hope through the ramp. And what they do is they bring them in. They get them set free. They get them cleaned up, I guess you could say. And they put them in these positions to share their testimonies. They give him an opportunity to tell them what he has done for them. So they take this all around the country. 
uh, all over, you know, on, online. They make videos of their testimonies and their, their ministries that they put them in. And where they come from, I don't know. I don't know where they find all these, these young people in such a little town, but somehow God brings them to them, and they, and they get a hold of them, and they work with them, and they set them, you know, in a, in a position to, to succeed in life and to not be a failure, to not think, oh, because because I was a drug addict for five years, that means that's, I'm going to be a drug addict for the rest of my life. Or because I was a homosexual for this long, I'm going to be a homosexual for the rest of my life. Or because I don't know who I am, I'm never going to know who I am. No, they, they tell them the truth. They give them the Bible, they give them the truth, and they set them on a path to share with others what God has done for them. So that needs to be our main focus as a church. Him and them. And I will say... A lot of the kids have already caught a vision for wanting to do some of these ministries that they've seen down there with the dramas and the interpretive dance that, that uh, Marge was talking about. You know, they've already caught a hold of that. They want to know how do we do this kind of stuff. So God has already given them a vision to want to do that. So pray for them that God will take that and not just in a week or two forget about it, but keep that fire going, keep that vision going to want to do that, to want to see it happen and make it grow and we need somebody to help lead that so marty's like it's not me (laughs) so we need somebody that can help them work on that so but god has already put stuff inside of them and when you hear what layla has to say it's going to blow your mind so i'm looking forward to that but man god is already doing great things in these kids so keep praying for them and keep them lifted up and uh again i want to thank everybody for that made it possible for us to go I'm not a speaker either, so bear with me. I just want to thank you guys for sending all the youth here. So amazing. I grew up watching Karen Wheaton do the dramas with Chosen, you know. It was like, oh my gosh, there she is. (laughs) It It was everything I thought it would be, you know. Um just to see these kids. <laughs> you know, we grew up, like I said, watching the videos, doing the dramas, <laughs> and then seeing my niece, my nephews, <laughs> you know, and the rest of them, just praising the Lord. It was like, you know, there's another generation, and they're going to be serving the Lord, too. <laughs> it's so, it's amazing to see that. Just to see in the testimonies of everybody on the stage this weekend, what they've been set free from, um, it was real, real problems. And these kids are facing them too, and they've been set free. And I just thank God for that. Uh, so I just want to thank the Lord for... Uh, giving, this, giving us this opportunity to go this weekend because I'm so, so grateful. And he released me from a lot of things this weekend. So um, when Margie first brought this idea to go to the ramp, um, I went straight home to my name and papa. I was like, I don't want to go to this. It's overrated. I don't want to go. And I continued that same thought until about a month ago. And I could feel this God speaking to me. He's like, you need to go. I said, no. 
I was arguing with God. Um, but I was not expecting. I was, I'm angry at God. I was angry at God. Um, yesterday was the two-month anniversary of my papal passing. And um, so yesterday I was not, I woke up and I was just, I was just down. I was not feeling it. And uh, I think it was yesterday morning's service where Karen gave an altar call for ministers and pastors, uh, sons and daughters who are just tired. Um, she didn't give specifics on tired of what, but I'm tired of living off of their faith. I've lived off their faith for too long. I need, I needed my own. I needed to trust God again. I needed, I needed him again because I couldn't keep continuing down this path because um, I was having suicidal thoughts. I was just feeling so alone. And God set me free from that. And then, <laughs> and then last night, um, I went up with Claire to the altar, and I was just speaking in tongues over her, praying for her, and then all of a sudden, um, thank you. I was just, I was just feeling like, all of a sudden, it felt like I was marching into battle. And I think that's uh, very, very fitting because we are marching into battle. This generation is in battle. This world, this, this dark world is out to get us. Satan wants us. And I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay. He can't have us. He can't have any of us. He can't have me. He can't have anyone. So I just want to thank the Lord for delivering each and every one of us. And I know the path will not be perfect, but it leads to perfectness. So, thank you. Hey, James. Yes. Um, for On Friday, I went by the altar with the three boys, Chad and Ryder. They were praying. Chad got on his knees, so I prayed for him. And that's all I got to say, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me? Okay, great. All right, well, wow. Yeah, that's the first word. Um, I This is the first time tonight that I've heard most of this stuff that's gone on. And I just want to thank the Lord, yes, like Nevaeh said. It's so awesome that we were able to experience what we experienced. And I just went um, this weekend just because I thought I was obviously expecting. <laughs> but I just went because I was going to chaperone the kids, you know? <laughs> and I don't know if anybody has ever experienced anything like this. But, yeah, just wait. Hang on. <laughs> um, I, I 
decided to do something that is going to be life-changing forever. Karen was talking, and she was saying that we would have, some of us kids would have this date, which was 325, right, guys? 325, 23, and we would remember this date because it would be an important date for some of us. And it is going to be an important date for me because I have decided to move to Alabama in August and go to the Ramp School of Ministry. Obviously, if I'm expect or accepted, but I'm just believing that I'm going to be accepted. <laughs> so I just am so excited, and obviously that's very soon, but I am believing that the Lord will provide the finances and the all that kind of stuff, you know, um, for me. And I already know that it is of him because I heard that this is it. This is it for me, Lord. Um and I just thank him for everything that he has taught me the past month even. Um, I know he's been talking to me a lot. Um, and I just want to thank him for everything that he has done even this weekend. And I know that this is just the start. Um, I know that I have been praying for friends that are like-minded. And I know that I'm going to meet, obviously, have met people like it and meet a lot this 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 weekend even um and I'm gonna meet a lot with my dorm and all that type of stuff in August so thank you guys don't y'all run off on me now okay hallelujah can you can you say chains fallen ladies and gentlemen huh now see what happens when we sow into God's soil there's purpose. And dear, you're just seeing what we always saw. It's just you had to see it. You had to see it. I'll tell you something. You, you got one more? No? Okay. I'll tell you something that I want to do. Sitting right there and the Holy Spirit just kept ding, 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 ding. There's 23 of you up here. So I want you to get 11 on one side and 12 on the other. Just make, just make you an alley down through here. 11 on one side, 12 on the other. However you want to do it. Okay, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, right here. Okay, you need to come over here, sweetie. Because we're going to have to come forward, guys, a little bit. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Now, you need to, okay, you're going to say, come over here, guys. Come over here and line up. Start down there and just, we're going to make an alley. We're going to make an alley so we can walk. So you need to be facing each other. Okay, okay. Everybody good? Are you lying down through here, guys? Can you do it? Yeah? Okay. This ain't spitball fighting or anything like that, okay? 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 Hallelujah. Put me some music on back here, Jace. Find something to put on. I don't know about you, but they went down to an atmosphere and soaked something up that I want to be a part of, guys. I don't know about you all. Huh? I don't know about y'all, but I want more today than I had yesterday. Amen. Now, you don't have to, but I'll tell you what. I want these kids to lay hands on me as I go down through there, and I want them to pray what they soaked up. And if you want them to pray for you, you just start coming right down through here, and we'll just keep on walking, okay? But I want to get what they soaked up. 
because they had some chains fall off, ladies and gentlemen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you guys ready? Are you ready? Huh? Okay, guys, here we go. Come on, get that line. Come on, just start praying, guys. Woo, come on. Come on, guys, just start praying. Hey, come on. Come on. Come on, guys. Come on. You got it. You got it. You got it.